Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi. Hi. Welcome. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. And you are at the Visual Workplace. Welcome today to our show. We have an exciting show ahead of us. We're going to be looking at, once again, 5S and some makeover tips. Welcome to the Visual Workplace where every week we look at some aspect of letting the workplace speak. Some aspect of embedding our intelligence into the living landscape of work through visual devices. Through these mechanisms that hold the vocabulary, the details of our operations, whether or not it's a hospital, open pit mine, factory, continuous process flow, chemical plant, food plant, IT department, doesn't matter. Your workplace. How do we install a language that captures our current level of operations? Excellent, they may be, not quite as excellent as we wish we would be, they may be, but that level of excellence, and how do we make it speak? Because when we make that level concrete and specific through visual devices and mini systems and macro systems, we can literally see how we think, and we can predict how that thinking will function and the results that it will get because we have illuminated it through visual devices. Marvelous. Let the workplace speak. And why do we bother? We bother for the incredible bottom line benefits. Improved safety, better quality, aligned delivery time, shrinking cost, shrinking cost, shrinking cost. This is the war on waste. (laughs) And we get splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels. Even the CEO looks less grumpy. Let the workplace speak. And you know what? We enjoy ourselves along the way. We find ourselves at work. We can find ourselves at work instead of putting the better part of us in the car, leaving it in the back seat with the window cracked so that the better part of us is waiting when we leave work at the end of the day. We don't have to do that anymore. We can bring that better part to work with us. Hmm? The enterprise, as a result, becomes increasingly vibrant, fluid, conscious. Oh, wonderful. This is the visual workplace, and this is what we've been doing, talking about this and sharing this for the last five years. We're on our 236th show. True, some of them were encores, because I travel a little bit, you know, but there's like 150 or 60 of them that are just new stuff, and they're available to you. So welcome, welcome. And you know, this becomes a call-in show as soon as you call in, (laughs) 866-472-5790. Make it a call-in show with your own voice, 866-472-5790. And let's just have a few announcements and we'll jump right in. Well, I wanted to tell you that um, I will start writing articles again in another two weeks. Martin Hinckley's uh, series, the series that I did with him, is going to be over soon. Two more issues, I think, including yesterday, so one more issue after this. And I've been thinking about some articles. I think they should be interesting. Please notice our new wonderful articles page. Thank you, thank you, 
Horatio Fairburn, who put tremendous amount of work into making those articles really um, not only be attractive, but have wonderful, relevant photographs in them. It's an incredible job. We're going to be doing that with our podcast. That's our next project. So bear with us. It'll take about a month, but we're going to do the same gorgeous thing or something comparable for our podcast, of which we have, as I mentioned a moment ago, hundreds. And I also want to remind you that I'm now, uh, beginning on Monday, I go on the road for about six weeks and do a lot of seminars. Some of them are for consortiums, are closed. Some of them are public. I, want, I would refer you to our webpage at visualworkplace.com, visualworkplace.com. Go to our calendar page and you will find the list of seminars. There's a few more that aren't mentioned there, but they're entirely internal events and um, we just didn't bother to put them up. But I'll be very, very busy and this is some of the best uh, time that I have to be out there, to be talking to you, to be sharing the model, to be seeing what you're doing and your thoughts. This is so exciting for me. Our next one is next week. It's going to be outside of Boston. You'll find it on our website under the auspices of the AME New England Lean Consortium, Joe Rizzo, on March 22nd and 23rd, one-day seminar and then a whole day on the floor applying the model. It, I teach you how I assess. And, you know, the, these are the secrets to the Death Star. This is how you do it. This is how I do it. And I share it all with you. I hope you, there are some places left for next week. Uh, we are also going to Minnesota on April the 12th and the 13th and doing the same under the auspices of AME there. And uh, Didier Rabino is the uh, is our sponsor. In between, we're doing a training of trainers in Pittsburgh, which is really wonderful, and it's got an extra day tagged onto it because we're doing an actual transformation with a uh, a group of uh, lean practitioners who want to go visual. Should be very very interesting for me. I know it will be for them, but for me, it's going to be just so intoxicating. It's so interesting to actually create the template of change which is what we're going to be doing. And then uh, at the end of April, we are in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, with the MEP there, our friend Ron Burke, and uh, an interesting group of companies have already signed up. So please join us, lots of public seminars. After that, I go to England and uh, do the same configuration at Boston Scientific in Ireland and also do a keynote in London, which I'm really excited about. Believe me, for me, this is just pure candy. It looks like work to everyone else, but I have a great time. It's sort of like being a, um, a performer, you know. Uh, you have you have fun in rehearsal, but when you're there in front of the audience and you're really delivering the goods, that's where something very special happens. So please think about joining us in any of those cities, or if you want us to organize a special uh, seminar in your city, find us a sponsor, and we'd be happy to do that. We are always happy to come and um, share what we've learned. It's a very, very rich field. So, welcome. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. We're going to begin today. We're going to do our 5S makeover, five tips. 
would you believe it? We're going into 5S land again, and dare I even say again. <laughs> and, you know, I told you I do a lot of traveling. I go to a lot of companies, and my focus is on visual displays and visual leadership and train the trainer and visual metrics and visual problem solving and work that makes sense, operator-led visuality, the technologies of the visual workplace. This is what I love. This is what I do. And yet nearly the first question out of everyone's mouth has something to do with 5S. Why isn't 5S working here? Or would you look at our 5S and please help us go further or restart it, resurrect it, revitalize it? And you know what I know. 5S is the barest foundation of workplace visuality. It has to be in place. We have to clear out the clutter and have uh, at least an undangerous workplace in order for us to go in and find the information deficits. It's elementary. But you know, people have trouble with 5S. However simple it may appear, they struggle. And sometimes they make a mess. And sometimes the mess is so messy that there's no going back. So we've been hearing from some of you, and you've asked us to go through it. In a way, in a more condensed form, I did 12 shows of this on this last year, and I've asked Horatio to put, I beg your pardon, I've done 12 newsletter articles on this, and I've asked Horatio to put those in the free box. When you join on, become a free member, you will find them waiting. Um, They are under, he gave me the heading for it. Highlighted 5S newsletter articles. That's what it says. Highlighted 5S newsletter articles. They're in green and you'll find them in your free membership box. Okay. And, and they're really they're good articles. I have to say that I did a pretty good job in making the case and giving you lots and lots of uh, interventions and changes and improvements that I think could help you. So these companies struggle. Not just the value-add associates, operators, and technicians but managers themselves, sometimes to the extent with 5S that the word 5S, the very name, is banned from the premises, for heaven's sakes. You are not allowed. I have been told when I go on to some companies, you are not allowed to use the word 5S. It's like an outlaw, a criminal, some perversion. It shouldn't be that way, but I know it's sometimes hard, and I hope to make some suggestions today that will help you. Just do one of them. You don't have to do all five, but maybe they make sense to you. We'll have a 5S makeover, a 5S resurrection, mm-hmm. kind of undoing and redoing if we can. Let's dig in. So I have these five recommendations, and they're my makeover tips, and I'm going to unnest these. And I have a lot to say about this, and I'm going to actually try to control the amount that I say so we have five clean points, and then you can get the rest from the articles or from the many, many podcasts we have on 5S. Okay? If yours is one of the many companies that has given up on 5S, I'm going to invite you to try again. Do it again. Listen to these rules and see if you can leverage some of them into a turnaround. Okay? So, (laughs) here are the five makeover tips. Make the first S for spirit. Please do not turn the dial 
That's what I said. I will explain it. Make the first S for spirit. Second, let the I drive. That's an I as an individual, not <laughs> the eyesight, as you might think in a visual show. Let the I drive. That's number two. Number three, change the name. Number four, add visuality. And number five, don't turn the dial. Get rid of the audit. Get rid of the audit. So on that rather provocative note, I'm going to ask you to please come back after our break, our first break. Please come back. I'll be here and we'll dig in. And I think you'll get benefit. I I feel really certain of it. See you in a minute. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call one 866 472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Hi, this is Gwendolyn. Welcome back to the second part of our show today at the Visual Workplace. And we are jumping into our 5S makeover. 
our 5S, which is so closely allied with visual, but it is not visual. It is specifically not visual. And I also I want to re- refer you to our homepage at visualworkplace.com and to the video gallery, which you'll find towards the bottom of the first fold, just, uh, just on the homepage. We have five or six clips in that gallery. Two of them focus on the origins of 5S. I'm going to mention more about that in a moment. I want to encourage you to look at them. I think it's important to understand what 5S was before it reached our shore so you can understand its strengths and its limitations a little bit better, what it was used for and what it was not used for. 5S was originally an employee, was not originally an employee engagement process. It evolved into that. And in Japan, it is now one of many employee engagement processes in Japan's better companies. Originally, it was a safety intervention created by Taiichi Ono, the co-architect of the Toyota production system. He wanted to keep people working and at ease so they could do better work because the physical environment was no longer a threat. It was safe. And part of that safety derived from minimal clutter and maximal orderliness. And 5S became the step-by-step process to achieve that. And later on, they added some so-called labels and lines, what I call borders and addresses. And let's face it, no corner of an enterprise is immune to the clang and clutter and crush of needless things. Stuff can be everywhere, wherever you are. And it's important to get rid of it and bring order. But my first tip for making over your 5S is to make the first S for spirit. I bet you thought that I was going to say the first S is for sort through and sort out, and that's what it is on the list of 5S. But I want to tell you, if that is so, you could be hitting, you could be heading for the meat grinder. The first S is for spirit as a tip and I would say a rule is not just the perfect partner to sort through and sort out, but sort through and sort out cannot work without it, cannot work out well. This has been my experience 5S seems so useful. Who can deny it, degrade it, or not value it? So simple. Why make it complicated, loaded up with things of the spirit? Ah, well, hear me out. It's the people who are tricky. You can clean out the clutter, but if you're not careful, very careful, your initiative can come to a screaming halt because you've stepped on toes. The toes of people. What toes? Which of their toes? The toes called ownership. At the heart of 5S is the territorial imperative. Even though we rarely own the things we use at work, we often feel a deep sense of ownership, of territoriality, when someone else messes with our stuff or tries to tell us what to do with it. That is one of the reasons why people need to realize at the very start of the initiative, when you start your 5S, that the true first S is for spirit, the spirit of the workplace, the spirit inside every person who works there. 
Mm-hmm. And the way that we do this is we let the person decide what he or she wants to keep. Yes, there's a slightly different model for if you have a multi-shift um, situation, and we can talk about that. But I will tell you that even though 99.9% of the stuff that 5S targeted targets belongs to the company, it still feels like mine. I've been using it for the past 17 years, even if it's only on one shift. And during that shift, that tool, those fixtures, that bench is mine. And now you tell me to throw it out and I want to say no and I can't say no because you're my boss or because four out of the seven other people in my area think that it should be thrown out. Okay, okay, throw it out, throw it out. But count me out as well because I went with it. (laughs) Wow. All of a sudden, you have this adversarial situation to which I gave voice, and your implementation gets off the rails at the very first step. Be careful. When you are sorting through and sorting out, you can't let that happen. The fix is easy. You're going to use red tagging, right? But on a slightly different set of rules. First of all, the first rule is you're going to use three colors instead of just one. You're going to use red, of course, which means throw it out. It's junk. There's much to be said about that, but let's leave it be so we can get through the rest of the program. You're going to use green, which says, I want to keep it. And you use yellow to say, I'm not sure. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I need a little while. This, instead of throwing things out by dictum, by demand of your boss or by consensus in which many a contrary view will get swallowed up or lost. Instead of that, you give everyone a set of tags in these three colors and you let them affix the color for each item that they want. (laughs) And then you look. Let's look. What do we have? It will take you a little longer to do your sort through blitz, your get rid of the junk blitz. It will take you a little longer. Of course you throw out dirty Kleenex and recycle empty Coke cans. Of course you do. But I'm talking about the things of the workplace. But what you want to create in this first step is a sense of parity. My voice matters and so does yours. And we will not turn this activity where we can build collaboration into a vote. Instead, we have the opposite rule, the second rule. First rule is all three colors. Second rule is yellow trumps red. If you have six red and one yellow, yellow trumps. Somebody needs a little time to think about it. Let's give them that time. We'll put it in this yellow staging area and you know what? We'll respect them. And if you gag at the thought of saying the first S is for spirit, you can say the first S is for respect, but you take the chance that people will think you're illiterate. (laughs) It's your choice. (laughs) One way or the other, it's not going to be pretty. (laughs) You're going to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) It's all right. You're learning. I'm learning. So yellow trumps red and green trumps everything. Green. There's 10 of you, 9 reds, yours is green. It stays, no questions asked. It stays and you're going to have to put it in visual order. 
what you call 5S. You're going to put labels and lines around her borders and addresses. But it stays. That's the big deal. This is what we mean by the first S is for spirit. Don't throw this opportunity away. When you throw it out, you're throwing the baby out with the dirty bathwater. If there isn't an emotional support for cleaning out the clutter, you have to make it more, less dramatic and not confrontational. It takes a very mature workforce to roll with that kind of punch, the kind of punch that is, let's just go in there and get rid of the junk, and you see something that you treasure going away. You have to have a very mature work culture for me or you to say, ah, you know what, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's mature. But most companies that are starting this journey start it with 5S and are not mature. That's one of the things that they need. They need to become emotionally and culturally mature. And a big foot of demand and control comes down on their head. And it's just, you know, baseball as usual. 80% of the failures, by my wager, <laughs> of the failures in 5S are tied to this. People get offended. And in America, boy, I tell you, when people get offended, they stay offended. Insult is added to injury, this thing that was supposed to, this change that was supposed to create improvement polarized us further. The majority does not rule. Done effectively, S1 can set the tone for all that follows and put a set of principles in place that will speed your cultural and business benefits along done poorly, it becomes not just a failed idea, but a nasty failed idea, one that has a very loud echo. You don't want that. So I make that um, contribution or that thought. Please think about it. If you don't want to say the first S is for spirit, you can say the first S is for respect. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about operationalizing Respect, And I also want to refer you to a gory story with an unhappy ending, my Charlie's, story, my Charlie's Table story. You can go to December the 6th, 2011, in the episodes. It's episode 12, December the 6th, 2011, and you'll hear the, uh, the story of Charlie's Table. It's called S1, What's the Big Deal Anyway? Okay, let's move on to tip number two. Tip number two, let the I drive. The I refers to the person. We want, as an outcome in the visual workplace, a self-explaining, self-ordering, self-regulating, and self-improving workplace. That self is the individual employee. That self is the I. Visuality is a pull system, and I'm moving you in that direction. 5S is not. 5S has no discernible engine. It has no beating heart. It is a task, completely required and completely useful. And many companies make 5S a way of life, an unrelenting part of the operational environment through the audit, which I will 
try to persuade you out of towards the end of the show. What is the beating heart of 5S? Well, you have to make one. We'll pick this up after our next break, which we're sliding into right now. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome back to the third segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace. We are talking about 5S just before the break. We're talking about making it over. We talked talked about our first makeover tip, which is um, the first S is for spirit. And now we're moving into number two, the second tip, which is let the eye drive. Let it be a self-referred improvement activity. Visuality is a pull system. 5S is not. If you're going to make 5S a constant in your work environment, in your improvement environment, make it a pull system. That means you have to find an engine for it. And I'm going to talk about the idea of engine several times. And so you put the eye in charge of it. You find as many opportunities as possible for the individual to exert his or her will, his or her preference, his or her favorite way. 
you have to make room for that individual voice if you want that individual to grow strong in your company and make a contribution. 5S can be a proving ground for that. Certainly the first step, the first S is for respect. (laughs) The first S is for spirit is putting your toe in the water and saying what other people think about and care about matters and those other people really are a bunch of eyes, a bunch of individuals. I am not going to paint them with a single brush. I'm going to find a way to let people, to let a person, to let the individual drive 5S because there's something in it for him or her. And that in it will be thinking, will be inventing, will be contributing because that's what the I wants to do. I'm quoting from a great poem by Gerard Manley Hopkins. He said, what I do is me for that I came. What I do is me for that I came. It's his wonderful poem, Kingfishers. When kingfishers catch fire and dragonflies draw flame. I don't have it memorized well enough for to, to just uh, share it spontaneously with you. But at the end, the turn in the, in the poem is, what I do is me for that I came. Ah, oh, beautiful. Beautiful poem. So find a place for the eye and we'll see that woven in a moment but it is a step in the right direction instead of and this has very much to do with the audit all of these pieces are working together let me move to step three so I can get to uh, the audit and uh, (laughs) step three and other things that are on my mind the visual piece for example step three tip three change the name Did you know the Sami people, and there are people that live in the Arctic, have 180 names for snow and 1,000 names for reindeer? Why? Because words matter. Matters to them, matters to us. Differences matter. Different words, different meanings. Rarely are these differences Empty distinctions, they're there for a purpose. Change the name of your 5S. Pretty is not the same as beautiful. Beautiful is not the same as cute. And beautiful is also not the same as handsome. These are different words. What you call things matters. 5S is a name that was used in Japan for a series of lockstep tasks. These tasks are not just known in advance. They are prescriptive written in stone, and the results are known in advance. That's why they are done. Lockstep. It is a stretch to call 5S created, even though it is fun to throw things out, really fun. But fun and creativity are not equal. Why not make a slight adjustment and add, for example, the word visual to your 5S to suggest a greater destination? a broader frontier, something like 5S visual or visual 5S. That's not much of a change, it would appear, but conceptually it means that we are reaching for a different horizon, one that is more evocative and less sterile, not just neat and orderly, but actually functionality I can see. 
Wowzer, a name that inspires, that calls on us for a different competency. If you're going to make a point of making 5S interesting so that it has long life and continues to create improvement, you will want a better name for it. It's the sizzle. An improvement, a company selects an improvement methodology because it has relevance to the bottom line. That's number one. Number two, because it's logical. And number three, it promises impact. That's why we make the purchase on a rational level. The logical part of our brain buys the benefits, but the emotional part of our brain buys the sizzle. We want the sizzle. We love the sizzle. The sizzle excites us. Put a sizzle in your 5S. Make it 5S sizzle. Sizzle 5S. Inspire us. Keep us going through the hard parts. You can call the sizzle the brand. You can call it vision. But in the material world, most of what's sizzling on the barbecue of our imagination is the name. The name. Name. So, create that impact. The name gives us the why. 5S refers to the how. The how of the change. But give us the destination, the why, something we can work for. Give me an opportunity to align myself with something greater than myself so I can become a hero in my own eyes and in the eyes of others. Visual workplace, visual dock, visual truck, visual factory, visual hospital. Lockheed Martin called it success visual because they wanted to be able to say success, success. Did you get that? Success, success. Success visual, fine. You must feel a flutter in your heart as you call upon those internal resources to begin to organize around a possibility that doesn't yet exist, the vision of an improved tomorrow, something that ignites you. Make this small change. That's number three. Change the name. Adjust the name. Edit it. Tweak it. (laughs) That's what I think. Hmm? Because we're not Japanese, and because, as I said before, Japanese has, Japan companies have an array of improvement initiatives to call upon people's greater sense of contribution. Five S's, you get it done, they've done a lot with it in Japan, but it isn't the be all and end all the way it is in many American companies. So if you are going to commit to Five S, give it a longer life, give it a, am I allowed to say a sexy little name? I'm probably going to get clobbered on that in our politically correct radio land. (laughs) But if I were Howard Stern, I could get away with saying that. Let's move on to tip number four, add visuality. The problem in 5S in adopting it is that it's very hard to keep doing it because It is so static. The outcome is so static. It is simply a series of tasks that we do repeatedly to keep the workplace clean, neat, orderly, safe. And we can add a bit of glitter by changing the name, but let's look at the task level. What would it be like 
if your labels and lines, for example, were called addresses and borders, because borders function, addresses function, they have a purpose. Lines and labels are pretty much arithmetical. They just exist in two dimensions and not in four. Hmm? What would it be like if 5S called upon us to think? And in order to do that, we can simply shift the emphasis to visual, to something much wider and more interesting, a more interesting frame of improvement activity. When we shift to visual, and this is key, ladies and gentlemen, and it's what I've been talking about for nearly five years, we shift to the world of information deficits, the need to know, the need to share. That shift is seismic in order, huge, because now we are asking our value-add associates, we're on the 5S level, remember, to find the opportunity for improvement not just to do it by rote. That requires thinking. That requires looking for information deficits because something is missing. And you know, when we use information deficits as an organizing principle, we are using something that is invisible. We can't see it. By definition, a deficit is invisible. A deficit is not there. And that problem is a glory because that means we have to use something else, some other tool as a shovel, as a lever, and we use motion. Motion is a symptom, moving without working, searching, looking for, doing it again, asking questions, answering questions, searching, searching, searching for the missing answers to the information deficits. Hmm? Suddenly we're in a whole other world. As soon as we add visual, we aren't just doing cookie cutter copying visual. We are doing visual that is the result of thinking. Thinking that is governed by a set of principles. For example, prime one, to tell merely by looking. Prime two, to tell the difference merely by looking. Those two principles are very basic principles of visuality. They're called primes because they're so fundamental. Just those two will help your operators shift from 5S to 5S visual and give it some hands and feet. Give Give them some tools to dig into this landscape and make it speak. This is what we want. We want a workplace that speaks. So... That we're going into our final break, and I have uh, one more piece, and then something very nice to share with you, and I'll see you in a minute. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, 
keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, Visual Edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, and you're entering the last segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace, Let the Workplace Speak. We are on the topic of a 5S makeover, and I have found opportunity to interweave my agenda about visuality into this makeover. Remember, the four points that we have done so far and the fifth in a moment. The first one is the first tip, make the first S for spirit, the first S for respect. Number two, let the I drive, make room for the individual operator, value-add associate. We're on the 5S level, so we're talking about the value-add level of operations. Make room for the individual. There are lots and lots of opportunities where you do not need to polarize into voting or uh, exert a demand and control outcome. Number three, change the name. Make it more visionary. Just add the word visual to it and you'll already have something that people will be triggered in terms of their imagination to engage in. That was number three. Tip four, add visuality, add the mechanics of visuality, and that means Invite people, show people, teach people how to find information deficits that are everywhere. The workplace is flooded with them, creating struggle by using the motion of lever. This is what my work is all about. You'll find it everywhere. The fifth one, the fifth tip in our makeover is, well, to get rid of the audit. I'm not a big fan. And let me just remind you that there's a series of, I think, 12 featured articles from our newsletter that Horatio has organized into a bin in your free membership file on visualworkplace.com. Please go find it. Become a member. There's lots of stuff in there. I think we have another week of offering the Blitz to you at no charge as well. It's a nice, very nice how to get ready for a Blitz. There's lots of things in there, new things, and uh, 
also things that are there just temporarily, and some of them are permanent, visualworkplace.com. So let's go on to the fifth, get rid of the audit, said very boldly. There are three fundamental problems with the 5S audit. First of all, it's an audit. Second of all, companies implementing 5S incompletely are auditing against an incomplete application of 5S. And third, even companies that are implementing 5S completely still don't have an auditable event. There's simply not enough criteria. So what we're looking at in the audit is whenever we look at an audit, we're always looking at compliance. And when we look at compliance, we're looking at a static state, which is going to go against any kind of progressive improvement. The instrument, if an audit instrument is effective, it is extremely clear about what it wants as an outcome and it knows what it is in advance. It names it in advance. It doesn't say, oh, be creative and let's see what you got. Let's experiment. Instead, it says, for example, quality is so important, safety is so important that these rules must be met, period. You don't have any, you don't have any opportunity for experimentation. And that's a problem. Audit is a control mechanism used by many companies in the hope that by controlling 5S, they will get at least the 5S outcome, but they're selling themselves so far short. They are not engaging the I, the individual. They are not opening the horizon by naming the process differently. Instead, you have a lockstep process in which you get a neat, clean, and orderly workplace maybe with some labels and lines. So we're saying, if you're going to expand your 5S to include visuality and the eye and the mechanics of motion, the lever of motion, you're going to have to change your audit as well. It may indeed become more like a checklist. And in a a recent show... I'm sorry, I don't have the name of it, but it was within the last six months on the 5S audit. I give a prescription for changing it. This is also in the newsletter articles for adding some principles and letting the checklist itself be eye-driven so that your operators are creating what they want to be checklist on, what they want to hold their feet to the fire on. Do you see how we're integrating this idea of spirit and the individual into changing the audit? into something that's supporting these new outcomes so that your 5S not only has long life, but it flows, it feels good, it produces imaginative outcomes that are very, very important for the business model and also for the company culture. I want to wish you very good success, great success on all your journey, no less so on the 5S part, but just watch out for the potholes. If you land in one, think about these five tips and go to the free member part of our website and look for the details. I see a victory in your future. And I want to read to you from a book that's currently out of print, my first book on visuality, um, visual systems. But I want to read to you this part that I I like so much that describes to you what happens when you put this in place. I call it visual order 
rather than 5S. It's like a 5S on steroids. The visual order that results from implementing location information, borders and addresses, and addresses impacts the enemy directly, impacts motion directly. It eliminates the causes of walking and searching, asking questions, answering questions, and other gross forms of motion. By locating workplace items closer to their points of use, we automatically reduce the distance travel and over time, the area that we move in becomes more and more focused and requires less and less square footage. As our movements become more efficient and less scattered, we can begin to notice less obvious forms of motion, turning, reaching, stretching, bending, and we find ways to minimize these as well. Cellular manufacturing, cellular design has turned motion reduction into a science and an art. And one of the requirements of a work cell is that all operations be executed as efficiently as possible. If you've ever observed or worked in a cell, you know that people must maneuver in a space that is defined by the value that gets added there, the work itself. And you know, this is me extrapolating now, that... Your operators can design that space. This does not need to be designed by engineers. The operator is the engineer of the space. We give them this opportunity in 5S on steroids. All the waste has been removed from the process. The motion is at an absolute minimum. And here's what happens in these environments. Working looks more like dancing. Every step and each hand movement look choreographed, measured, and intentional. The same can be true of all work settings from traditional manufacturing to healthcare. Whether you work in a machine shop or a hospital, on the assembly line or a purchasing office, visual order is central to it and can create an entirely new level of work. One that blends focus and intention for outputs, outputs that are superior. As your focus and intention become more precise, suddenly it's just you and your work. When all the unrelated movements are eliminated and all the tiny extraneous interruptions are removed, you can simply do your work. You are alert and relaxed as you bring a new dimension of attention to the task at hand. This state is possible at work, in your area, and in your company. You have experienced it before, but perhaps not yet at work. It is a state of intense stillness where all your resources are at your disposal and they surface to assist you when and as needed. They flow from you. Motion as you've known it no longer exists in any form. It's just you and the silent, steady rhythm of your breath as value is added. This is what you have always wanted work to feel like. This is what work is meant to be. The ease of your contribution flowing through you and into the process your company has asked you to perform this is work that makes sense. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'll see you the next time. Let the workplace speak. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening.